Hey guys, you're listening to Terrifying Travels, the podcast where two friends and Morgan the cat discuss a true crime, a paranormal story in a new city every week, except for this week, this month, while we are discussing a Christmas story in a new, a no place every day. Yeah! Sorry, Morgan was distracting me, if you couldn't tell, <laughs> I couldn't get that out. <laughs> Pipe cleaner slid under the door and he needed to get to it. Oh no, Morgan. We're also joined by Jean the cat as well. Oh, hi, Jean. Yes, she's over here taking a nap on my lap. Lovely. Morgan's just being weird. I don't even know what he's staring down, but he's about to attack something. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Maddie, you are... Oh, sorry, I'm Sabrina, you're Maddie. <laughs> I'm Maddie. Yep, you're Sabrina. Yep. <laughs> so actually, before we start, I would like to just... Um, so I went off. On Santa Mall Santa Claus's last year, last episode, or your last episode though, not my last episode. Yes. Uh, they do actually have to get a criminal record check currently. Uh, they might have. Again, we're going back into the '90s where things were more la- relaxed. But they probably did have to get a c- criminal record check then too. Mm. Uh, so there's that. However, I still stand by. You know, a criminal record only shows what you've been caught for. Yeah. And past history. Um, so, sorry, Mall Santas. I still don't trust you guys. Still don't want to sit on your lap. But maybe you guys are all creeps. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought you guys were all creeps. I just thought you guys needed higher uh, <laughs> meaning. Which I still said. Maybe we need more than that. Because my ass was still pinched in uh, 2017. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, it it would be almost impossible to screen for that, truly. So I would just like to clarify that, though, if anyone was actually going to take my word on everything, Santa Claus, <laughs> you have to go through security. Yes. Okay, so Maddie, what are you what are you discussing today? All right. So welcome to Spookmas, where Sabrina does all the fun ones, and I come in and I just <laughs> kill the mood with my stories. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, this is me. I'm choosing to do all the murdery ones. <laughs> Let me just say that the holidays is hard for many people. It's stressful, like not just in terms of like travel stress, but also like financial stress and mental stress. So I'm just gonna. Have you ever worked retail? Yes, I have worked retail, and I've worked retail at Christmas. Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, Victoria's Secret was particularly bad for it, but watching moms come in crying because their daughter wants a seventy dollars sweater. I don't have the patience for that. Nope. Nope. nope, nope. I'm just simply not on that. I just don't believe in like my family. If I couldn't afford Christmas, I'd tell them like, guys, you're getting the bare minimum. Sorry, I'm doing my best. But also just tell your kid she's getting the $30 hoodie from Walmart. It'll look the same. Yep. It might even last longer. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It like, ugh. If you have to go into debt around Christmas time, just don't. Just don't. Like, yeah, your family you, will. Assuming yeah. you have all worked together to raise a pleasant family, they should understand. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So I'm going to encourage everyone to give your family and friends some grace and understanding this holiday season. It's just a hard time for everyone. 
So anyways, let me get off my soapbox and <laughs> let's get into the case of Samina Imam, a case of toxic love and Christmas. I know this name. Yes. I literally listen to True Crime 24-7, though, so I definitely know this case. I just don't remember it. All right. Please ignore me because my cat, I closed the door. He wants out. I closed the door. He wants in. <laughs> He's driving me nuts, and he keeps shooting his stupid pipe cleaner under the door. I threw it that way. Go get it. <laughs> All right. So let me just start with saying that's... Samina. As I make a comment about not raising brats, and I've clearly raised a brat. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go on. No, you're good. Let me just say that Samina was a girl boss. Like, period. At 34 years old, Samina was a regional marketing manager for multiple Costco locations throughout England. On one of her rounds to one of her stores... That's where she met 41-year-old Roger Cooper, who was the manager of the store she visited. While workplace relationships are spicy in romance novels, they are a big no-no in real life. But Sabina and Roger began a relationship anyways. There was just one problem. Roger was already in a relationship with another woman. I love how I was going to say he was married, and then you're like, yeah, he, he was married. Yeah, Samina was the other woman in the relationship. Did she know? Well, she did know, and she did not like this. So she gave Roger an ultimatum. Leave your long-term girlfriend or it's over. And Roger agreed, although he conceded that he couldn't do this right away. In fact, the prosecution on this case told the court that Roger lied to Samina and had zero intention of actually leaving his girlfriend, which seems to be the truth, as Roger's next plan of action was to plot to kill her. Jesus Christ, just leave people! That's, like, such a crazy escalation. Like, dude, just leave one of them. Like, this well, you're is not, not even, like, like, not that I'm saying I get it, but divorce is expensive. They weren't married. But they weren't married. You can literally just walk away. Yeah, just walk away. And if she's the crazy one, then, like I say to the kids, if they're the bad one, then you come to me and I deal with it. If she's crazy, go to the cops. They deal with it. Then you stay in the good side. Yeah. God, we need, we honestly need more kindergarten teachers running this planet. (laughs) True. True. Like, this is just not a reason. There was no zero, like, zero to 60. There was no... I like yeah. being single. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to worry about it, although Morgan is going to kill me one day. But he's a cat. Yes. I, I, I will take this as your admittance that Morgan's going to kill you, and if you do end up dead, I'm going to send it to the police. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I used to say that to Isaac all the time, because I'm sure I've told you, too. I used to have nachos and wine for dinner as a teacher, and I always thought if I fell down the stairs or something, I'm just seasoning myself. And Morgan was going to have a great time. <laughs> Although Morgan's a picky eater. He might not. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyways, Roger attempted to kill Samina before Christmas with the help of his brother, David, who was an ex-soldier. And I'm really wondering why David was willing to kill a woman he barely knew. Um, on the 12th of December, 2014, the brothers made a plan. Roger told Samina to meet him at a hotel after the company Christmas party, saying that he had a surprise for her. 
The plan was that David was going to kidnap Samina from the parking lot of the hotel, making it look like an abduction. The brothers even spoke in Star Wars code. Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) Saying (laughs) things like, Death Star complete, and stay on target, stay on target. You are expected, Lord Vader. I don't often want to bully a killer, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) The plan, luckily failed that day, although detectives aren't sure why. Maybe David or Roger chickened out. Maybe Samita had a friend with her. David texts his brother, quote, there's no point, no score. The window of opportunity is closed, unquote, in French. In So were they talking in Star Wars code in French or like, you know what? They could probably get a nerd. And they could probably get a French speaker, but they probably won't get a French nerd to decode us. (laughs) Yeah, so the Star Wars code wasn't English, but then for some reason this this sentence was in French. They just want to sound spicy. I have no idea, man. Honest God, it's these people though that they just they literally live in their own world. They probably heard their own like feet, and I'm not even making fun of them. I could see these idiots. They genuinely probably had like theme music playing in their head they thought they were so cool and like this is how two brothers were gonna like deal with our problems together and he's just unfortunately they killed a girl but they're just fucking dorks yep yeah i can just imagine they have like mission impossible music in their head like yes, dun, yeah. dun 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 <laughs> yeah but um, also, really quick, though, back to like what I was saying with Santa Claus. These guys, I was, you didn't say anything about having done this before yet. Uh, like, some people are just weird, and we don't have any way to check up on them. Yep. Yeah. You pushed your pipe cleaner under the door again. <laughs> oh, okay, I heard you. Okay, staying open. Oh. <laughs> All right. Now he's mad at me. <laughs> All right, let's continue. All right, so the brothers tried again 12 days later on Christmas Eve. Samina and Roger left work, taking separate cars. They then met up, and Samina unpacked all her stuff from her BMW and jumped into Roger's Audi. They drove off toward Leicester, Samina calling her sister along the way, telling her sister that she would be at their parents' house for Boxing Day. Let me just say that Samina was so excited to be spending Christmas with Roger. She was madly in love with this man and so happy that he was supposedly leaving his then-girlfriend to be with her. She booked the hotel room, and after work, she even stopped by Marks and Spencer to get a bottle of Bellini and, like, a tub of, like, candy. Um. And they... They were set to be officially together in 2015, which was all that she really wanted out of the relationship. And then it all came crashing down. And it's it's a little sad. It's very sad. A little? <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> like, and then she gets murdered. It's a little sad. Yeah. So <laughs> the couple were set to go to Birmingham for their hotel room there, but they made a stop in Leicester to see David, Roger saying that he has to see his brother on Christmas. They arrived at David's at 5 p.m., and Samina was attacked as soon as she entered the property. It wasn't difficult to overpower her five foot two frame as the brothers were both over six feet tall. Oh, well, that explains everything. Yeah. He was six feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine, boo. You six feet tall. How you doing? (laughs) 
Oh my god. The, uh, (laughs) The brothers also smothered her with chloroform, which they supposedly bought off of eBay. And they also had her ingest a combination of metals, like mercury and arsenic. Oh. Yeah. At 6.25 p.m., an hour and 25 minutes later, Roger took off and began to go back to Coventry, the town that they came from. He left his brother to dispose of the body. David. No, that's not even a fair trade. Right? Right. Yeah. Hey, would you help me? Jamie? Would you help me kill my ex-boyfriend if you have to clean up the body and I just go away? Okay. Just clarifying. What, what what do you say? <laughs> he says, quote, that's not fucking fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So David wrapped the body in cling wrap in a sleeping bag and buried it deep underground by his shed. Chillingly, David had a sign on his shed that said, quote, don't wind me up. I'm winding. Don't wind me up. I'm running out of places to hide the bodies. In Coventry, Roger moved Samina's car to Leicester, where he wiped it down to get rid of fingerprints and DNA. He then abandoned the car in Lutton. He also had Samina's phone and sent himself a fake text from her phone, which said, I'm fuming. I'm going to where I'm truly cared for. This, this was 2015, right? Yes. So this is like we didn't have like cell towers or anything. Uh, I mean, we did, but it wasn't... No, we do. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> what I'm saying is they're they're going to be able to trace where phones were. Right. Exactly. We had iPhones by then. Yep. Yeah. So this was an attempt to create a fake alibi for himself. Of course, when Samina didn't turn up for Boxing Day, her family rightfully called the police that they launched a, a search, calling it Operation Ceramic. On January 4th, they found Samina's car with her handbag, shopping, and luggage missing. There were no fingerprints, which the police found suspicious. They also found it suspicious that Samina's driver's seat was pushed too far back, indicating that it wasn't Samina who last drove the car. Why do they always do that? Right? It's like, you've got to put the seat back. Like, it's like Again, we're not trying to encourage how to murder, but, you know, when... But you have, you only have younger siblings. Right. Oh, I'm sure, okay, we all opened up, like, our mom's drawer and look at her lipsticks and her perfumes and shit, and we always made sure to put them back exactly where we found them. We weren't killing nobody. We were just playing with her expensive perfume. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, continue to do it, guys. If you're going to kill, drop the seat all the way back, turn the AC on, (laughs) adjust the Yes, we want to catch you, yes. Yeah. But you will be made fun of on True Crime Podcast. <laughs> oh, there are so many of them. Where it's like, Jesus, why are you so stupid? <laughs> Honest to God. There's there's a current one, just off topic for half a second. There's that, there's, I think she was somewhere in South America. A true crime listener decided to kill someone to see if she could do it. Oh, God. I don't, I don't question that at all. I don't want to kill anyone. I don't think I can do it. Um, like the act of killing someone. However, if I could fake a crime, I am curious if I could do it. Hmm. Like, you know what? Like, can I hide the evidence? Can I avoid the cameras? Stuff like that. I don't want to actually kill nobody. I don't want to do that. I know I can't. But like, because I listen to these, these, we all do. We listen to these ones and we're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. 
You took all the fingerprints off? That's crazy, considering you were her boyfriend, and people would be not surprised if they found your fingerprints somewhere. Yeah. They're actually more surprised your fingerprints aren't anywhere. Yeah. You know, you know, I think that's actually a really interesting business idea. Because, you know, there's like... um, an escape room. Yeah. Well, also, like, really rich people, like, some of them are kind of insane and they pay to, like, be kidnapped. Oh, yeah. So it could be, like, one of those experiences. Like, simulated. Not real. Not We're not killing no one. (laughs) But I think it was, like, Spike TV back in, like, the 2000s. They used to do, like, can we break into your house? Yeah. And and that's something like you and I have talked. We grew up a little bit differently. So when I'm walking around, because I live quite close to the very wealthy neighborhood, and my brother and I'll drive through and we'll be like, God, there's actually a house down there that has a glass garage. You can see through it. Oh, my God. It's like, are you stupid? I can now see that you're not home. Yep. And I can see the massive windows which i'm sure is lovely from the inside and from the outside it's even better because i can see you really aren't home yeah like i can do it (laughs) anyway back to your asshole squirrel all right here we go (laughs) so while the brothers were clever it didn't take long for the detectives to truly put the pieces together Data from Samita's phone revealed that she traveled with Roger to Leicester, and what? the bottle. Who would have thought? Hold on, wait for it. And oh, the okay. bottle of Bellini was found in David's fridge. <laughs> they also found the tub of candy in David's cupboard and her GPS in his loft. Yes. I called it. Yep. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> so archaeologists arrived and began to sweep the property, digging up whatever was found suspicious, and on the fourth day, they found Sabina's body. Uh-huh. The brothers were arrested and charged on January 7th, 2015. On October 21st, 2015, they were both found guilty of murder by a jury, and they both have 30-year sentences. May they have many unmerry Christmases to come. And that's my case. And I'm still stuck on this. All could have been avoided if he just said, yeah, boo, I like her better than you. Exactly. If you had just broke up with one of your girlfriends, like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Like, yeah, either just, like, if they are down for that, they're down for that. Samina wasn't down for that, so move on. Yeah. And you also, you know, could have just not have started a relationship with someone else to begin with. Yeah, that that as well. Like, that was totally an option. Yeah. Like... No, there. I can't see anything. Even if Samina was absolutely insane, you're in prison for 30 years. You and your brother, and I'm still the brother. The brother. The brother. <laughs> I, I, mm, I love my siblings. If they came up to me and was like, hey, help me murder someone, I would be like, absolutely not. Well, it's absolutely no cause. Like, you know, there's always that yeah. one where if I found out Natasha's boyfriend was abusive or something, I'm not going to kill him. But will I drag him up by his hair? Sure. But if Natasha came to me, like I just did to Jamie, Jamie, I'm just kind of done with my boyfriend. I don't really want him anymore. Want to go half seas on a murder? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, my girlfriend's making me choose between her and my other girlfriend. How about I just kill her? 
And my brother would ask me, like, Sabrina, are you stupid? Yeah, yeah I don't understand the brother. And More like, importantly, do you think I'm stupid? Like, that could be it. His brother yeah. was just high-key stupid. <laughs> and he was just, I'm, I'm now pitching, like, Igor the henchman or something. <laughs> he just, yes, or whatever you ask. <laughs> okay. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it's short, sweet, simple, sad. Well, and to, like, to make everything even worse, not that, like, the family's ever going to move on anyway, but Christmas is ruined. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Well, right. tune in next time to learn about an Icelandic Yule cat. Woo! Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned as we continue the 12 Days of Spookmas and bring you the next case of the Icelandic Yule cat. Be sure to like and comment on whatever platform you find your podcast. It's a great way to help us out. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays and stay terrified. Bye. Bye.